Hi everyone, it's Joyce. I just wanted to say that I hope you're keeping safe, healthy, and hanging in there. Sending love your way and my thoughts are with you. It's about who you are on the inside. If you are feeling really comfortable inside around who you are, what your purpose is, um, what your values are, you start, the, you start to catch yourself in the mirror and be like, oh girl, you're cute too. Hello beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Platon here, and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Orion Brown. She's the founder and CEO of the Black Travel Box. The Black Travel Box gives women of color the confidence whenever they travel or as they live the modern on-the-go lifestyle by providing them essential personal care products that works for their unique skin and hair. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Orion. Thank you so much for having me, Joyce. I appreciate it. I'm so excited. So during our last conversation before, I really feel like we connected. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I felt that good connection. I was like, so sweet. I'm so excited to share her brand. And I really think that I also, in a sense, resonate with it because when I do travel, I'm like, what are these harsh ingredients that I have to just like have no choice but buy? So I'm ready to jump right in and share with my listeners and viewers what your brand is all about. So first off, what is your background? Tell us all about it and what compelled you to start the Black Travel Box? Yeah, so um, I have a pretty eclectic background. I say I've probably gone through like four of my nine lives if I were a cat. Um, <laughs> but primarily my background is in consumer goods. So I was in the food industry, my second love next to travel, um, and you know worked for some of the big brands and companies that, that you guys know and love. And But I've been in corporate for 15 years. And over that time, um, for those of you who are just starting out or who have been in that corporate arena, especially women, it's just, it's a, it can be a challenge every day. And so while I was doing well, I was also very stressed. And so very much happily took my vacation days as much as I possibly could and tried to travel as much as I could both for work and outside of it. And over, you know, the last decade or so, I just really noticed that I was having the same issue every time I traveled. I would go somewhere and like the one big frustration, I loved where I would be at, but I'd be like, oh, I'm not taking pictures past day one because I looked real cute when I came in, right? I have enough stuff and I have my everything together and I'm like, all right, I look cute on those first couple days. But then after that, it was like, all right, well, we're just relaxing and enjoying the space and yeah. we have to choose that over like sort of the beauty of it, right? Um, so I have a lot of vistas and photos of buildings and photos of other people. And it was one of those things that I was just like, this is ridiculous at some point. I just want to see a product that works for me that lasts long enough that I'm not like out of it halfway through the trip. Um, and then I can just kind of feel comfortable in my own skin and enjoy myself, um, you know, in a way that I hadn't been before. And so that was sort of the impetus and the, the idea around Black Travel Box. Isn't it annoying when you're, you feel like you're just talking yourself into it? Like, yeah, I don't really care about pictures, but you're it's like, no, I have no choice <laughs> but to not take pictures because I look like, yeah, I don't know, I just rolled out of bed or like I'm, I'm drenched in sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's, it's one of those things that, you know, unless you're like an editorial model where you can just like get the, hit the angles and all of that stuff. <laughs> it's just like, I want to look like me. I just want, I just want to feel presentable. And, and even I think 
in a space where, you know, we think about natural beauty and not natural as in natural ingredients, but just natural beauty as in this is what I look like. We still wear things to make us feel like our natural beauty shines. And so when you don't feel your best, you kind of can't interact with the world in the way with the, with the level of, I don't know, excitement and joy that you would if you did. And so that's one of those things that I was like, you know, I shouldn't be trading off the amazing feeling that travel gives me, like letting that be diminished by my own, like, I don't want to say self-consciousness, but a little bit, right? It's not so much that I'm like, I need everybody to accept me. It's just like, I want to put my best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, be it just like a swipe of like your trusty lipstick or yes. even eyeshadow, even just blush. Like you could be bare face or blush. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like I could be bare face, but I need lipstick like every day. And like that already, that little thing already like boosts your confidence and the way you talk or present yourself, like we said to people. So I feel like that's important. And if it helps you, I feel like by all means, I'm all for it. <laughs> Yes. And I'm here for like glowing skin and Mm. I usually don't wear like a heavy foundation or anything when Mm. I'm traveling. It's about like letting my natural skin breathe in. Cause usually most of the places I'm going to are fresher air. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Get all that, get all of that in. Um, but it is at least, you know, it's having that, like if you enjoy uh, a dip in the pool or if you, you know, hop in a hot spring, you don't want to come out looking like like hot springs feel good. They don't look good. All the pictures you see of people in hot springs, they just got in. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, like, hi. And they've only been there for 20 seconds. Cause then the hair starts to frizz. They start to sweat, maybe start to get a little blotchy. And so you want to have something when you come out, smooth the hair, cool off the skin, just be back to yourself. And I think that's, that's sort of the space that I like to play in. Oh, I know all about that. I mean, I grew up in the Philippines. It's a tropical island. The moment you shower, you're already sweating. (laughs) I love the Philippines. Oh, my gosh. Oh, really? You've been? So that's exciting. I mean, you do know all about, like, it's beautiful, but it's, like, super humid weather. So it's hard to look cute. It's like you have oh, to yeah. be indoors to look cute. <laughs> I basically wore like these little ponies yeah. when I was there. And then I just had them in buns like the whole time. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know. But it was also, it's irresistible because you're in the water and like, exactly. and, and you want to be able to be like, it's, it's okay. You don't have to be done up. Exactly. But you just want to be like together. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what, at what point did you start this next chapter and what were probably the initial challenges that you've experienced? Oh girl, there's, I feel like the initial challenges continue to roll on, but that's, that's the Mm. process of building something. That's the process of birthing something. Um, But basically I, um, back in 2017, I went on a trip to Japan and I planned for Kyoto and Tokyo weather. But then we took a little detour to Okinawa and Okinawa has that, I had no idea. Okinawa has like that Filipino weather. So we're in there. So it was one of those things you land in Tokyo. It's like a sunny day. It's like DC weather, mild. This is like in May, mild, beautiful out. It's like, you know, cherry blossoms, all that greatness. And then we hop a flight to Okinawa and I get off the plane and I'm like, am I sweating? Like, you know, when the when the air sweats for you, like (laughs) it was that muggy and I was like oh crap I only had like a little bit of condition because I had I had my washes planned right it was like you know one wash somewhere in the middle in case I need it but everything else like co-wash and 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 conditioner 
those are really just to style my hair and I have just enough for the week. And then I basically went through them in like two days because my hair, I, I have a photo that I always want to use as an example, but I'm still too embarrassed, <laughs> you know, and oh my, my skin is a mess. And, and I was like, this has got to be like, there's got to be something out there. And my partner at the time was like, didn't you do this? Weren't you like in brand? Like, why don't you create that brand? And so I sat on the thought, I sat on it. I noodled it in the back of my mind for about six months. And then finally I was like, girl, you're either going to do something or you're not going to do anything with it at all and you need to choose and so I I incorporated <laughs> that day I was like, nope we're gonna just like put a name on it we're gonna put together an LLC and then I'm gonna work on it and then the holidays came so then I didn't do anything and yeah. so we went until like 2018 and I'm like what have you done but I did at, over that over that period of time talk to people and I wanted to see if I was the only one having this issue and that was where it really opened my my eyes that you know, there are folks going to grocery stores to get ingredients when they get to different places because they know there's no even point in trying to go to a pharmacy or a beauty supply or anything like that because they won't find things that'll work for them. And so, and certainly not at the hotels. And so that was really the, the start and the impetus and, and the creation of, of the brand. Um, and it paralleled, it happened to parallel with, um, me deciding that I was done with corporate, like, I can't, I can't with y'all. <laughs> leave, me, leave me alone. You're, you're, you're making, I've seen these mistakes over and over again. I do not want to live through this one. I'm just going to go. And so I, I was at a place that I was like, oh, I could just get another job. And then I was like, wait a minute, I've got this passion project I've been working on. Let's take some time and really focus on this and see where we can do and build with it. And I've been an entrepreneur ever since. Um, and, you know, that the earliest, I think, challenge for me, the, the number one earliest challenge was being an entrepreneur, like learning how to be an entrepreneur. doesn't matter what you're selling or what it is that you're trying to build, but just understanding you have to have boundaries on your time. Like I didn't sleep for like three months. That was not healthy. That was not a yeah. good idea. Um, but I was excited and I felt like everything was urgent. It was just me working on it. And so I had to learn the balance. I had to learn um, that it's a very different space um, and the urgency of having your livelihood directly tied to every single thing that you're doing in a day. You know, you have to learn how to kind of divorce yourself from that a little bit because you want to make good choices for the brand and for the business, um, not just based off of, all right, well, one of these days we got to get a check out of this. So... Yeah. So those are the early, those are the early challenges. Um, and then of course, you know, as a woman, as a woman of color, we start talking about things like funding, very interesting conversations, lots of, um, I think this is a really niche market. You sound like you maybe know what you're talking about, but I don't really get it. That, you know, just really interesting conversations, which is an ongoing challenge, but, um, you know, there's a reason why women are only getting like 4% of the VC money out there and then women of color are getting like half a percentage point. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's a huge challenge in and of itself. Yeah. How did you know um, who to approach for funding or investment? I mean, yeah, if you have one already or in the beginning, how did you acquire that? Yeah. So, so um, in the beginning, I did do a friends and family round, which was more of a friends and friends round, right? Because I, I don't come from that kind of wealth where people can, can invest. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've been blessed with an amazing network through, you know, my undergrad and graduate and, and professional career. 
And so I did have some early, you know, sort of pre-pre-seed friends and family money um, to, to help me work with that. And then I bootstrapped right. quite a bit as well. And so um, in terms of looking at investors, that was another big piece that was a part of the learning how to be an entrepreneur. Um, because I honestly, I went after a lot of shiny objects because I was like, okay, I don't know anything about being an entrepreneur. I don't know anything about the space. Um, I knew that I wanted to test some product and market and like continue to like understand what's working, what's not working, connect with people, understand the positioning and all that. So I was doing it very, very small scale. And then I was like, okay, and then I'll spend the rest of my time fundraising so that I can like raise enough to start up a team, get space, you know, yada, yada, and, and get us up and running. And so I had a lot of people being like, you should talk to this person. You should talk to that person. I've got somebody you should talk to. Oh, we just heard about you. So I got a ton of PR just kind of organically, thank God. Um, I got a ton of PR, PR organically, but then I had people uh, reaching out to me. And what I found was, is that the process of finding an investor is a lot like dating, right? And yeah. it's, right. That already stressed me out. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I didn't know I was in a, yeah. I I was in a dating pool. And yeah. so I was like, oh, investment is investment. And like people look at a deal and sort of surgically decide whether or not it's a good deal. And it's like, that is not at all the case. And you do have to be very careful about who you're spending your time with because your time will get sucked up so, so quickly. And so even now I'm still going through the process of getting just even emotionally comfortable, to be honest, with the idea of saying no to the noise because it's a waste of my time and it's a waste of their That's such a good tip. I mean, even if people are approaching you, you have to be careful about that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's really great. So I want to talk all about your product. So exciting. I've read about the ingredients. Um, amongst many SKUs, you have the shampoo and conditioner bar. Talk to me about the idea behind the shampoo and conditioner bar. Yeah, so, you know, the reason why we went with bars, and, and I'm very particular about being focused on the out-of-home experience, right? So your bottles that sit on your shelf and in your cabinet and your backup bottles that you have in the, in the closet, right? Of different shampoos, yeah. conditioners, glazes, curl creams, all of this. <laughs> they work for you and you have them at home and you have them where you want them and you've got different things that you're trying. But the second you step the foot out of your, out of your house, and while I'm all about travel and thinking about travel, this is relevant for going to the gym you know, there's nothing worse than like hopping in, you know, going to the gym in the morning, having a great workout, and then trying to figure out how to look like a human again. Yeah. <laughs> to go to work, to hop in your car and yeah. go to work. Um, and having those challenges. And for black women, we're trying to like tie our hair up and do all kinds of stuff. And so the bars in particular were meant to be, um, you know, super convenient. Oftentimes what we're doing, we get the 20 ounce bottle or the 16 ounce bottle of, of shampoos and conditioners up to 80% of that is water. And so particularly when you're talking about travel, I mean, one, it's just, it's clunky, right? It's clunky to try to carry that. Two, it's messy. So even if you put them in the smaller bottles for convenience, like I just want a few shampoos at once, it's like you're now trying to do that weird thing and pour it in. And then you have to put the saran wrap on. I, I mean, I was looking up travel hats, travel 
people hacking hacks. And there's so many where I'm like, why are people working around the product? Why isn't the product packaged for this, right? Absolutely. And then now you've got your saran wrap on it and you've got it in three Ziplocs so it doesn't ruin your shirt. And then you get there and it's still like, well, this isn't enough or it's already spilled and you've wasted some of it. Or, you know, and there's just so many different challenges. Whereas if you have a solid bar, our bars are the equivalent of about a 16 ounce bottle. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you just, you know, you take them in the shower. Totally packable, not heavy. Totally packable, not heavy, smaller than my palm. I mean, I got big games, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's it's a tiny bar. And and it gives you the ability to, and you're not paying for water too. That's the Mm -hmm. other thing. Right. So typically when you get the tiny bottles, they're not even the full three and a half ounces. They, they typically sell at one to two ounces, which is crazy to me. They don't even max out the amount that you get. And then you're paying for the water, you're carrying the water, and then you get there and you're adding water to it. So it's like, take out the middleman, use the bar, put it in the shower, run it through your hair. It works just like a regular shampoo. Leave it on the counter to dry, drop it back in your bag. No muss, no fuss. What are some of the special ingredients from the Black Travel Box that is great for women of color and why? Yeah, I mean, the thing for us, particularly with our hair and our skin, is just having really emollient ingredients. Ingredients that nourish the skin, bring in moisture, and seal it. And so you'll see things like, um, you know, we talked a little bit before our call about like the butters that we use. Um, our body balm is anhydrous. There's no water in it. So again, mm-hmm. it, it's less of a chance that it's going to go like everywhere in your bag. Um, but the key thing is, is it's butters and oils. And so when they are, you know, blended, our shea butter is really rich in emollient. It gets down in the skin. Um, the mango butter that we use, it's a little bit of a drier butter. So what happens is, is when you use mango butter, instead of having a greasy slick on top of your on top of your skin where you're like, okay, so I'm going to be slip and sliding until this finally comes in. It pulls in those rest of those oils. Yeah. And, and you leave like grease marks everywhere, like yeah. on your laptop, on the table. Right. Like, oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> beauty skid marks, as I would call them. Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to leave little beauty skid marks everywhere. And so the mango butter actually really draws those oils into the skin and it leaves almost um, a powder dry sort of finish on the skin, right? So skin is moisturized. And I always tell people, you know, like after you take your shower or whatever, seal it with the body butter, right? Or or after you've been like in the water or something like that. And it just, you know, and you don't, and you can snap your finger because you're not. Um, I have some on my hands right now. Um, And so it's about really thinking about what our skin needs, but it's also thinking about, what is um, going to be natural and effective. Um, and so like, I think a lot of brands throw Shea on their, on their packaging and it's like, you know, 50 SKUs that don't work for us, but then two in the corner that are like gold colored and they say Shea butter. And Shea butter is like the third to the last ingredient. Oh yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. So sad. Shea yeah. butter is our number one ingredient. And then we get into our other butters. When we talk about our bars and our, our um, shampoo, conditioner, co-wash, we're using things like honey as, as a really beautiful mm. uh, humectant, right? Yeah. A natural humectant. So it's drawing the moisture in, and then you're using things like our conditioner to then seal off the cuticle. Um, with our shampoo, it's a very gentle shampoo. It's clarifying, but it's gentle. So that rosemary mint is literally rosemary and spearmint. 
and that like is potent ingredients because you know you're taking out the water and everything well it's potent but also mm -hmm. when you're looking at like essential oils they can do the work that you know sulfates have typically mm -hmm. done without leaving crazy buildup and it's very natural and it's stimulating actually for the scalp so if you're trying to do things like um keep your scalp healthy at home and then you're like well i'm going on vacation for a couple of weeks it's like when you're on a diet and you're like, well, I want to stay like, you know, I still want to stay slim, but it's the vacation and it's going to be too hard to like keep it up. Yeah. Instead of having to, to make that trade off, you can still have products that keep you on track and keep you, you know, where you want to go in terms of like your, your beauty regimen, if you're growing your hair out, if you're trying to be more healthy, mm -hmm. all of those things you can still do with our products as opposed to kind of taking a vacation from you know, your, your height, not even your hygiene, but like, you know, your regular routine. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. So I noticed one special ingredient that I'm not so familiar with, which is the murmur butter. Talk yes. to me about this and the benefits. Oh my gosh. So murmur butter, there's some amazing butters out there. And yeah. again, when you talk about like sort of beauty and marketing, you'll get waves of interesting ingredients. Like they'll just like, it's the newest thing. These things have been yeah. around forever. Um, but murmur <laughs> butter is um it's like a, a palm tree that grows in in brazil so it's like the fatty part of the seed similar to a shea butter and it's really really rich um it's harder and drier than shea butter so if you've ever held shea butter in your hand it kind of like it's kind of greasy and kind of crumbles a bit it's a very like mm. it's actual like butter butter right like you know butter yeah. on toast so muromuro is more of a hard butter um, and it really helps for your skin and your hair to retain moisture. Um, it helps that, that, um, that hydration to stay in. Um, and it also has antioxidant, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, anti-allergenic effects, right? So this is a really good um, ingredient that should be a less likely to be an irritant right? Because um, everybody has a, allergies to all kinds of things. So, you know, you're, you're never going to get like 100% away there. But um, it's a really good ingredient that um, a lot of people can use. Um, and it's like I said, it's extremely moisturizing. So even when you have sensitive skin, it's a great ingredient to use. And so when we think about things like our hair balm, we want to have the hair balm is for the scalp. It's not for, you can use it on your hair to seal it and get the shine mm -hmm. and all of that. But to take care of your scalp, like I have my little part over there, um, I have to be really mindful of that. In the Philippines, I got the worst sunburn because I was oh not goodness. used to being that close yeah. to the equator, and I was I was a I was a tomato. And so things like making sure that I'm keeping my scalp moisturized, sealed, and protected while I'm in places that may be really sunny, really smoggy, that kind of thing, is really important while also still continuing to nourish it so my hair grows. Um, so yeah, that's why, that's why we have Muramura butter in there. No, I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to try out your products. These are like amazing ingredients that I feel like will work for my skin as well. You know? Yeah. Being like melanin rich, I feel like these are great ingredients for my skin. So I know that your, uh, your brand focuses on travel essentials mm -hmm. and, you know, we've been experiencing a global pandemic or where travel has slowed down. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me how it affected your business and what are the shifts you've been doing and the lessons you've learned along the way as well. Oh, most definitely. Um, it was pretty swift in March, right? So it was like people starting to hear, ah, oh, we might have to like shelter in place. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, 
all the flights are down. Nobody's going anywhere. And, you know, very quickly I saw, you know, our conversions go, our site visits go, because people were like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't need it right now. <laughs> and I would, yeah. that's totally, I, you know what? I am never going to be the marketer. And I think that's a, that's a big part of why I have my own company is I'm not going to trade off sort of um, convincing people to do something that's not healthy for them just so I can sell a jar of body foam. And so um, my first struggle was just kind of figuring out, okay, we need to pivot. But what is that pivot? How far do I take it? Right? Because I am like trying to die on this hill of black travel um, because we're, we're missing a $63 billion industry opportunity um, with people who are, are crazy about travel. And this is new to them. It's a new generation of travelers and there's no brands that are talking to them in any arena that has, has to do with travel. And so I was like, I, I really believe in that, but how do I stick close to it? And the secondary piece was, and, and I've talked a little bit about this, like travel um, travel is a big piece of self-care for me. And so while body balm isn't going to save the world, I do believe that if you can extract the most out of every travel experience, your wellness, your personal well-being will be that much better. And, and I really feel for, for my community in particular is that like, that's really important. And so with that thought about wellness, and travel. I said, I'm not going to get away from travel, but I will find ways to continue to help us to be well as we isolate. And so the first thing was um, looking at the statistics in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois. I looked at the statistics there for COVID and we were about 40, 43% of the population there and 80 to 90% of the COVID deaths. And mm. I was just, I was floored. I was absolutely floored. And so it was one of those things that in looking at that and then also um, realizing my own challenges, like at home, I'm like washing my hands all the time and I'm putting body balm on constantly because my hands are just like so dry. I'm putting, you know, using, um, uh, you know, the disinfectant spray and washing with soap. And I was like, this, I can't imagine what this is like for those frontline workers who have people wrapped around the corner to come get tested and they're wearing three masks and they're washing their hands all day. And so I wanted to figure out something that we could do for them. And so we created the COVID bundle, it's a COVID kit. And basically that kit allows you to come onto our website, get to know us, but also um, donate a body balm and a lip balm to a frontline worker who's got the dry skin and chap chapped lips from being in the mask all day and the dry skin from washing their hands. And it's a great opportunity to say, we appreciate you. Um, and just give them a little kindness and give them a little self-care because a lot of them aren't able to take the time to do that. Um, and so we launched that and it was, I thought it was wildly successful. We, we sent about a hundred of those kits out to the West side of Chicago, um, in, in partnership with a local nonprofit there. And we've sent them all around the country. Um, and it's just been a, a really nice way to keep that, um, keep keep connected with our community with our 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 black travel box community while also helping our broader community um and then so that was sort of the first step um after that then it was started to become okay so what can we do product wise and the latest thing that we've done we've got masks now which mm. are essential for travel like they're essential for everything at this yes um, but at the point that it was announced that they, that we do need to use masks in order to travel and to be on planes 
we got the we got the masks in the works and then most recently we launched a staycation collection which i'm really excited about because at the end of the day I want you to be well. And if you're a travel connoisseur like me, you like still consuming content around travel and thinking mm -hmm. about travel and, and planning that next trip, even if you don't have the dates quite yet. And so we launched with three candles that are um, basically scents that are meant to, they're inspired by travel um, and that are meant to kind of really immerse you. Um, we have a London fog that has a beautiful rain scent to it, rain and fresh greenery. We have Harlem Speakeasy, which there is, Ooh. I'm going to, the bar is going to remain nameless, but there are a couple speakeasies in Harlem, New York that I just, I'm like that smell, that whiskey. Ooh. And that, that, uh, yeah, that caught my eye when I was like looking at your website. I'm like, I'm definitely ordering this. <laughs> <laughs> it smells so good. And it's just like, you kind of want to just like throw on some jazz and then light Ooh. the candle and just be like, yep, when, when, when this COVID is gone, I'm going to be right out there. Love this. <laughs> and we have a, we have a, a Riviera Bordeaux, which is like a really beautiful, rich red wine scent with a little bit of that dusty, musty um, scent of, you know, kind of when you go into, uh, you know, a French winery and they kind of bring out the old bottles and uh, you can smell like the barrels and stuff. Ooh, so it's really you want to travel now all these descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you can still get the benefits. Exactly. I mean, we know what it's like that every time when you have a trip planned, those endorphins that you get, when yeah. you just know you're like, okay, two more months and then I'm going to be on this trip. Your endorphins are up the whole time. You're excited mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I want to do for our customers while we're all still sheltering in place, giving us a that. little bit of that feeling all over again. Yeah, transporting you back to these wonderful memories. Just so at least, you know, we can kind of like forget about like this situation that we're in and have something to look forward to, even if you're just going to be at home the entire day. <laughs> so we look forward to lighting that candle. I'm so excited. <laughs> so would you have any new tips and tricks that you've learned during quarantine to maintain your beauty regimen? Yes. Um, so it's interesting because I think we all sort of fell off of everything. So at first we we're like, no, we can do this. We're going to be cute for every Zoom meeting. We're going to go full <laughs> makeup. We're going to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. And people had different reactions. So I can yeah. definitely, I, I, I can almost hear people going, I didn't go through that. Yeah. <laughs> but some of us were like, we either went really hard for trying to like, you know, pretend like it wasn't happening and I'm going to be completely ready. Or we we're like, screw it. I'm not wearing pants. It's just over. Yeah. That would and, be <laughs> and, you know, there's some really great examples. There was a, I think there was a, uh, an SNL skit where a woman was like, um, she's doing a Zoom meeting and she's, she's doing a makeup tutorial and she puts on like, like Crayola markers. She's yeah. like, I found, a, I found like a really great workaround and she's like Crayola markering her face. And that's sort of what the craziness is. What I found is that I had to do some really basic things to mm -hmm. keep myself from one, being stressed about having meetings like this and recording stuff, but yeah. two, to actually just kind of, again, let my natural beauty come out. So sleep. Not too much, not too little, actually regimenting your sleep. You know, if I did, when I wasn't doing that, I would have these calls and I would have super crazy bags oh, under my yeah. eyes that I would be trying to pack with makeup so you mm -hmm. couldn't see it. And it's like, just sleep properly. <laughs> Lots of water. Um, I mean, I know these sound like super, super basic, 
but mm. the, for the time that I wasn't doing it, I looked like, oh, holy hell. I couldn't, I was like, what, why do I look so terrible? And yeah. then I started to be like, okay, you have to control what you're eating. You have to control your, you know, like have fresh fruit. Uh, you know, when yeah. you're, when you're ordering food in, that's fine, but like get some fresh apples, get some fresh mangoes, you know, get those yeah. lights and those antioxidants in because your skin will glow better. You won't have to do as much. Everybody knows there's that little extra zoom filter somewhere in the video that you can like, it'll kind of clean you up a little bit. Oh my God. I didn't know about that. I was about to say like, <laughs> there's no filter to like help you. So you really have to do these <laughs> basic or, you know, like tips that you're talking about. I was like, okay, now good to know. But then, I mean, oh my gosh, I'm like mind blown right now. But then yeah, so it's somewhere in yeah. there where you set up like your zoom background. I saw there was like a little button that you push. Oh, um, so that'll yeah. help. It kind of gives you a little <laughs> bit of faith. But again, it's like, if you don't, if you don't have, exactly. if you don't come with like a, a basic palette, a basic, you know, yeah, yeah. place to work yeah. from and zoom can't help that. It's going to help that. You know, this one you see people with like butterflies floating or Butterflies oh, floating around and, yeah, yeah. and it's like really faded and they have the fake lashes. Like you don't need all of that. Just make sure that you're keeping <laughs> yourself healthy and rested. And then the big things, my big, actually big tip, and I'm not doing it right now, so it's, it's kind of bad. But if you have a lot of Zoom meetings um, and you're having like complex conversations and things, I like to put on a red lip, like a good bright red lip. Because mm. what happens is people read your face in order to understand what you're saying like we all That's do this true. we don't pay attention to the fact but like when people have masks on it's not even the muffling of the mask that messes you up it's that you can't see their lips so exactly listening but you're also watching their mouths and so i'll use a really bright red lip or a bright pink lip um hey fenty um oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and people were like this was so interesting it happens every time there's a study back in the 80s with um teachers and especially little boys they paid more attention and learned more when teachers wore lipstick. Um, yeah. It helps them to, I mean, there's, there's some sexist stuff in there too, but like. Yeah. <laughs> it maybe helps. that's why my number one item is always a lipstick. Maybe like subconsciously I receive these like positive, you know, feedbacks. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Well, yeah. I get fewer <laughs> questions like, oh, I didn't really understand that. Like I get fewer interruptions. It's, it's just a really nice way to help people pay attention better. And it makes your teeth look brighter. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that tip. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I will keep note about like this the Zoom filter. I will try that out. Um yeah, but remember the time when we were all hoarding frozen food and I think that really like messed up my skin and everything. I was like, Ugh, I don't know. But finally, like I don't know, I'm in that little back to my normal regimen where I'm just now I'm afraid of frozen food, which was a good thing. I guess I had to go through that. <laughs> I was like, let me go to Trader Joe's. Oh, I've been wanting to try this frozen food. Let me get all the stuff that I've been wanting to try. So that's yeah. what happened to me. <laughs> it's a balance though. It's a balance. Yeah. One, of my, one of my big nutrition things that I've been doing to force oh, yeah, myself to, to focus is I will take like frozen pizzas or fro frozen, um, like, you know, Trader Joe's has like a really good truffly mushroomy like yeah I'm like that's fine you can have it big ass salad with it and my favorite salad is like the kale with like the Brussels sprouts with like a little lemon poppy seed Ooh. it's really good I actually really enjoy it so I'm like all right yeah. I'm not gonna try to give variety all these all these diets are like you need variety and blah blah blah, blah. No. It's like, oh, if this works for me I'm gonna eat this all the time so I have that and I usually have like yeah half the amount of what I would curl up on the couch and watch Disney plus with 
Okay, yeah. start it out with a salad that I really enjoy and then have mm, that nut. Um, yeah. And that helped me a lot as well. But the water is huge because like, you forget, mm-hmm. or I forget at least. I'm like, have I not had water all day? My goodness. So now I keep like a big, I don't have it next to me, but I have like yeah. this big, actually it's a big um, uh, water bottle that I got on vacation sometime. And mm. I'm like, great. So vacation mindset, drinking lots of water hydrating myself so I can glow. Yeah, I totally agree. Because <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee and tea. And sometimes you forget just because it's liquid, you think you're yeah. drinking and hydrating yourself, but you're not. You're actually dehydrating yourself because those dehydrate you like crazy. So yeah. water is so key. And I, yeah, I remember like sometimes like, why do I have a migraine? Like I've been drinking. I was like, oh, it's because I didn't ash- I didn't have actual water. I had like yes. random liquids, you know? Yes. Or juice or, you know, and I, at one point I realized I was like, I, I'm, I think I have like some type of vitamin deficiency because all I want is orange juice. I was craving orange juice. Oh. Um, and I was like, okay, well you can have the orange juice, but you also need to drink water. Like That's I've been drinking true. all day, but drink water. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? Ooh. Um there's a <laughs> there's a <laughs> saying that I grew up with was God don't like ugly. Now people use that to kind of like make other people feel bad. But I think it's like it's about who you are on the inside. If you are feeling really comfortable inside around who you are what your purpose is um what your values are you start the, you start to catch yourself in the mirror and be like oh girl you cute too you, you can't help it because you you value who you are it's like i always i like it i like in everything to dating but if you ever dated somebody you're like they were so attractive and then they did something really ugly right that kind of showed their soul was ugly then all of a sudden you look at them and you're like he's just not that cute we perceive people not just on what they, how they present themselves, but how they behave and who we perceive like their inner person to be. And I think, you know, everything that we judge others for, we judge ourselves for more harshly. Um, we don't always talk about it. We don't always think about it consciously, but that's just the way our brain works. And so, you know, in a time where you are at home, where you're not able to be as cute as you want, you're not able to go sit out at brunch and, you know, have your everything and just be fancy and be seen and all of that. Take this time to really look at yourself and really ask yourself the big questions and ask yourself, is this the life you want? If tomorrow you got sick and you didn't know that you were carrying this and you would put on a ventilator a couple hours later, have you done things that you should, I mean, you know, given the time that you've had in this world, have you done the things in the way that you would want them to have been done? Have you lived your life in the way you would have wanted? And it's not about regretting. It's not about that. It's sort of like, have I learned from my mistakes? Have I created a sense of self? Do I have a, a, a true North? Um, those types of questions and the answers to them can really help you center yourself. I've gotten a lot of that through travel, to be honest. Um, because some of the challenges that I've had as an African-American woman in the United States, I don't have in other countries. Some I do, but others, I mean, it's some, there's something amazing about being able to say, I don't hate people. I don't hate people. I hate things that people do and people can be cruel, but they can also be beautiful and wonderful and connect with you. Even if you don't speak the same language and laugh about the same things. And we all think cute babies are cute and ugly babies are, well, 
And, you know, and, and those are beautiful things and being able to connect with people around food and all of that. So I feel like I live my life in a way that I have good perspective. So I feel good about myself. And when I feel good about myself, I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like, bitch. Love it. <laughs> You're kind of cute. Um, and, and my emotional, my, the emotional headspace that I'm in actually really does correlate with how cute I'm feeling. And there are some days where I'm like, y'all are not getting any makeup because this skin needs to see the world. Right? Oh, you that's do have beautiful skin. But that's internal, right? Because there's other days where I'm like, thank you. But there's other days mm -hmm. where I'm like, all right, so hoodie and <laughs> shades and mask. We're going to yeah, go. Thank God for the mask. That's the time <laughs> when we're happy about the mask, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, let's just cover it all up. And so I really, I really encourage people you know, you'll get more out of the lipstick. You'll get more out of the lashes if you get more out of yourself. I love that. That's so beautiful. I resonate with that a hundred percent. Thank you for sharing that. Quickly talk to me about your morning to night makeup, skincare, and hair routine. Ooh, my Quickly goodness. include products too. Okay. So I am now on a um, foundation-ish free um kick mostly because every time i order stuff it takes 15 years to get here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah service um but what i am doing so things that i'm doing i'm making sure i'm cleansing my face i am lazy so I, i'm not gonna lie i'm very very lazy i'm a very simple routine kind of person i like using face wipes um recently um i've been switching to black owned brands um and i used honey pot already for like mm -hmm. personal wipes but you can use them on your face too. And they're, 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 they have a sensitive skin one that I use on my face. It cleans everything off. It smells nice. It's not harsh. So sometimes the face wipe can be like rough and they actually irritate my skin. So I'll end up all splotchy after. I love this to, to remove makeup. I love it to like kind of remove the day's oil. It's really, really gentle and easy. Um, there's also, oh, Glossier, what is the name of it? It's the little milk something pump um oh yeah oh, it's to my tongue but yeah um, i can i can link that yeah i just ran out i just just ran out um but i'll use that sometimes too as well and i try to like keep it in the shower so i actually remember to, i'm one of those people i will just like rub water on my face and i'm like this is not <laughs> this is not a regimen you're almost 40 you can't be doing this um, so not a really crazy routine in terms of the skincare but i do try to make sure that even if I'm not wearing makeup as a rule that I'm like wiping down my face at night um, because I will know, notice breakouts, especially from hair product, right? So I'm not washing my hair every day. So the hair product will kind of make its way to my face. Um, in terms of my hair, I've been actually, this is like a little, <laughs> they're still a little wet actually, um, but just braiding my, twisting my hair up at night, um, braiding and twisting it, I will take our hair balm and run that through, brush the hair out, Put it in a nice twist maybe add a little water if i want to make sure that the waves are nice and tight in the morning um but just to kind of make sure that i don't get breakage um because again stressful times tend to toss and turn more so you're rubbing into the pillow and you're going to end up with a lot of breakage or at least i end up with a lot of breakage so um i like to like twist my hair up at night bring it down in the morning tease it out do whatever it is that i'm going to do with it but i like to kind of keep it braided up at night um and then in terms of makeup, honestly, the only rule is, is I must have brows at all times. <laughs> it looks good. What is that I product? Look like I look like Snoopy and there's like nothing. <laughs> I don't 
don't believe it. <laughs> and like one of my, my only out of home beauty routine that I have kept up is going to my brow lady and she threads mm. me every three okay. to four weeks. Um, I have my mask on. She's wonderful to chat with. She keeps a really clean shop. And so she gets my shape right. And then I just, you know, I get my, my, um, my, my brow pencil from her and mm. fill it in. She's a brow snob out of uh, Denver, the brow snob. I love it. Um, oh, yeah. And so I use that, but I mean, you know, whatever pencil you use, but if you have a good arch and a good shape already built into it, it's really yeah. just doing a little bit of fill in. And again, with all of these video conferencing, people aren't going to be able to see you. It's going to just use <laughs> just blank canvas. So you want to have <laughs> eyebrows and lips, I find. Um, yeah. and like I said, usually I have, I have just like a light pink cause I've got the light pink here and I was like, I don't want to clash good. too much, but, um, just a little bit of lipstick and actually the lipstick that I have, what is this? Um, uh, I normally do Fenty the liquid, um, but this is actually Guerlain and I've messed this poor little thing up. It's been in my purse for so long, but it smells amazing. And this is, what is the brand again? Guerlain. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the shade is. Uh, oh gosh, I cannot see. Y'all, oh, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> Bring so out the glasses, it's, the reading glasses. <laughs> bro, I can't even see it. It's just number two is, is what I see, but it's just like, oh, yeah. it looks neon pink on here, Ooh. but when you put it on, it's a very soft pink. Oh yeah, Guerlain has like really nice, like subtle, you know, like once you apply it, it's very yeah. natural, like really great for really everyday. It feels, mm -hmm. It's really moisturizing. I will put this on when I actually have, I don't like putting lipstick on. Like if I get sunburned, I get sunburned all the damn time. I really have to learn how to use better SPF. But uh -huh. um, <laughs> when I have like really dry lips or I have sunburn, I don't like putting heavy lipsticks on because yeah. it ends up making it worse and then it cracks and it peels and all that. This is one, I don't know what the ingredient is. I do need to look, um, but it's very moisturizing. And so I, this is like the only color I'll put on, especially if I'm at like a beach or something like that. I'll put this on. It looks natural and beautiful. It's like your natural color, but better. I love those types of shades. Yes, exactly. And then another tip, um, our, our, we have a lip balm and yeah. you know, people go, Oh, well lip balm is lip balm, but ours is all natural. It has, you know, sunflower oil in it. It's really emollient. We have a little bit of vitamin E, so it's really great for skin. So, um, you know, I've been getting a lot of notes back from our customers that are like, well, you know, I had cracked, dry cracked lips and I put this on for like a day or two and it's like soft, pillowy, um, you know, softness Ooh. again. So what I'll do is probably once a week, I'll take a toothbrush and go over my lips just like while they're wet and just to get rid of any like dry cracked skin. And then I'll put the, um, lip balm on and I'll wear the lip balm most days under lipstick. So what I'll do is I'll put it on and let it soak in, you know, maybe 10 minutes or something like that. And then go ahead and put the lipstick on top mm -hmm. of it. And it keeps it from getting sort of, I don't know if you ever get the two-tone where the inner lip. Oh, like I do. Lip. Yeah. Yeah. And so it really helps it to stick as well as to, to remove any dryness around the edges. Oh, lip primer. That's really yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would be lip primer. <laughs> maybe not the biggest makeup girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's like doubles as a conditioner, a lip balm conditioner and a lip primer. So that's amazing. Yeah. You always want to put makeup on moisturized skin. I think that's just mm -hmm. the one, one and only rule that I know for sure. 
your skin yeah. needs to be really nicely moisturized and sealed before you put it on. Otherwise, for it to blend, it's like not blending. <laughs> you wanna, like, unless you are a drag queen, which God bless them, they do amazing makeup. You don't want mm. to. You don't want your makeup sitting on top of your face to, at such an obvious level that, like, if you ran into somebody, your face would fall on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've like, seen videos like, like that when they like <laughs> bump like a wall, like their entire face is there. <laughs> That's exactly. Exactly. It's the moisture that yeah. actually keeps helps that that makeup set really well and then you don't have to yeah. use as much so yeah i totally agree so i am really excited this is a weird time to launch new products mm. so i'm excited to continue to extend the staycation collection now it started out with the candles because we wanted to create ambiance but we're going to start putting some more um bath and body products Ooh. with that so that you can have a fully immersive experience and so those will be coming really soon I i'm really excited about that and you know as we kind of wait out and see what's happening with travel um I'm, i've been really taking time to build out our community we have almost ten thousand followers on instagram which i'm really Ooh, excited congratulations about. yeah and so you know it's that's that's a wonderful thing so you know we've been doing things like wind down wednesdays so wednesday evenings taking 30 minutes i bring on a guest we have a glass of wine Ooh. and we just Again, I'm going to follow this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 5.30 um, uh, mountain time. Cause I'm in Denver. Um, mm -hmm. 5.30 mountain time every Wednesday. And we have different guests and we talk about travel. We talk about life and we just kick it for 30 minutes. Cause you know, you cannot spend hours on live. Like I've seen people have lives that are like two hours long and I'm like, Oh, oh gosh, I've been on video <laughs> much today. Like I just need yeah. a thing to have fun and we, we kick it. We have a great time. And so I'll be doing more of that. And, I was, to be honest, a little bit chicken to be like out in front of the brand like that. And I'm like, uh -huh. uh, you know, going live, this is really crazy. But um, I, you know, our audience is amazing. And I just look forward to doing more and more of that. So if we're all hunkered in, baby, I'm here hunkered in with you. We will have a great time. We will still talk about travel. We'll talk about life. We'll talk about food. We'll give ourselves a moment to, to kind of center and, and have a little community. Ooh, travel and food. I'm definitely there. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. about doing a um, doing a series of um, basically cooking classes online to Ooh. show some of the foods because yeah. what personal passion of mine is is food and when yeah. I travel I try to go and find someone you know native to show me something that they make locally and yeah. so I have a collection of recipes that I think oh. I might start sharing with the world. Okay, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna be there. So what are your social channels and where can they find you and learn more about the Black Travel Box? Yes, so um, for the Black Travel Box, you can find us online at www.blacktravelbox.com. You can also find us pretty much every social channel, but our bread and butter is Instagram, at Black Travel Box. We like to keep it simple. And then if you want to find me, my name is Orion, O-R-I-O-N, underscore Helana, H-E-L-A-N-A, that's my middle name. And you can find me on every platform um, under that handle. Amazing. Thank you so much, Orion. I had so much fun talking to you. Thank you for having me. This was fun.